It's Wednesday, February 9th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the Supreme Court allowing Alabama's new voting maps, the renewed discussion around no-knock warrants, the state's ending mask mandates, and the merging of Frontier and Spirit Airlines. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. The Supreme Court, or SCOTUS, voted 5-4 to four to block a lower court's ruling and allow for Alabama to continue with its new voting districts, at least for now. A little context, the results of the 2020 census showed that Alabama's Black population had risen by 4%, which means Blacks account for about a quarter of the state's total population. But currently, they only hold a majority in one out of seven voting districts, meaning the way that the maps are drawn, Black voters are dispersed, which some say make it harder to get their votes or voices heard when it comes to elections. A lower court recently said that Alabama's maps violate the Voting Rights Act of 1965, which stated that states with histories of racial discrimination needed to first seek approval of the courts before moving forward with any redistricting. But this ended in 2013. The lower courts still ruled that those in charge of drawing the maps needed to reconsider them, and quickly, as elections are coming up. But state Republicans argue that redistricting criteria shouldn't be based solely on race, and so they challenged it by taking it to the Supreme Court. By a slight majority, SCOTUS agreed with them, which means Alabama's new maps can stay for now. A panel of the judges speaking on their reasoning was that while many agreed that the black population should have majority in more than one district, that the ruling to change the maps should wait until the courts can hear more comprehensive arguments instead of being rushed to meet this year's elections. The debate over no-knock warrants is back on the table. No-knock warrants is a certain type of warrant that law enforcement can obtain if they feel there is high risk of harm or evidence tampering if their presence is known. What this means is that police usually enter an establishment without notice. The whole idea is the element of surprise. The problem is, is that sometimes that surprise catches people off guard and violence ensues because of the raid itself. That's what happened with Amir Locke, a 22-year-old in Minneapolis, Minnesota, who was sleeping in an apartment that was subject to this type of warrant. Police were searching for his cousin in relation to a murder investigation. Amir was not included in the warrant or involved in that case. Body camera footage shows SWAT agents entering the unit announcing themselves once inside. It then shows who we now know to be Amir getting up from a couch covered in a blanket, suspected to be awakening from sleeping, and he is holding a gun. He is shot almost immediately. The entire interaction from entering the unit to the gun going off was about 14 seconds. Prosecutors are saying that Amir was probably startled awake, confused, and fearful, and that would explain the gun, which he did own legally. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Frey put a temporary hold on the warrants in the days following the incident. These raids are legal in most states around the country, but a few have banned or restricted them. Four states have announced the end of statewide school mask mandates. New Jersey, Connecticut, Delaware, and Oregon have all given dates within February or March to lift the restrictions, leaving it up to local levels to decide on how to navigate COVID for their communities. 
These announcements come as Omicron cases are plunging, vaccination rates are rising, and the virus variants are weakening. They also come as COVID fatigue sentiments are increasing. Parents are becoming more vocal about if current restrictions towards their children are still necessary, and wondering if the benefit of these mandates outweigh the psychological and mental costs on children by not being able to interact with friends or in classrooms like normal. Airlines Frontier and Spirit are merging, which will make them the fifth largest airline in the country. The two brands focus on offering more affordable pricing compared to industry competitors, so for them, it makes sense. There's no news yet on any changes to the name or headquarters location, but they did say that they project this merger will result in 10,000 new jobs by 2026. Discount carriers have grown over the last decade and weren't hit as hard during the pandemic as larger carriers who rely more on business or luxury vacation travel. Some are keeping their eyes on the Biden administration's response, as regulators have been cracking down on some mergers, citing anti-competition concerns. It's Wednesday, February 9th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the news diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.